The bliss of the abyss, it's here now. Welcome back to the bliss of the abyss. I am your host, Robin Newmark-Jones, for this and all subsequent and future and past episodes. Uh, although sometimes Ruskin Denmark does turn up. Speaking of turning up, this week's show is with Sarah Crowden, although we are interrupted early by an unexpected, uninvited guest. But never let that get in the way of a bit of fun, so that's what we do. This is an attempt to bring some bliss into the abyss. It's a lot of nattering, it's a lot of bantering, it's a lot of silliness, it's a lot of hoo-ha. There's some celebrity stories in there, there's some conspiratorial talk. We do talk about Polari, celeb gossip, censorship, handling salmon suspiciously... And all kinds of other things. Um, those fans of the podcast will know Sarah from her previous episode before and her illustrious career through theatre, TV and film. And if you want to catch her, she is currently on the Sister Boniface Mysteries, which is on BritBox. It's on the Drama Channel. It's a right rollicking fun. It airs every Friday night at 9pm. So that's tonight for your appointment viewing. Or if you prefer things on demand, then whenever and however you want them, they are yours for a fee. Uh, Or a free trial, indeed. Um... I'm not going to tell you too much more up top apart from the fact that I'm now taking steroids and I've gone fully grey and I've got big bums. <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a silly mood today. Um, this is me talking to Sarah Crowden. <laughs> Sarah Crowden, welcome to the Bliss of the Abyss, or should I say welcome back to the Bliss of the Abyss. Oh, thank you very much. It's great to be back. It is lovely to have you. How are you? Oh, staggering on, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Half inch by half inch. I do do understand the feeling. Yes, you know, it it depends whether one's wearing crampons, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Very rude. Um, Now, of course, we're going to have a very polite, civilised conversation, talking about all kinds of... You're not not in favour of that? I mean, that sounded... Okay, we'll have a raucous, rude, disgraceful conversation. Or maybe somewhere in between. Um, You post a lot of... Yeah, go on. I suppose it depends on what your listeners want. I think probably Uh, unadulterated mm. filth. (laughs) Hey, my (laughs) listeners are educated, erudite individuals who want nothing more than a bit of filth. Oh, I was just going to say goodbye, but I don't... Toodly pips. Um, yeah, sorry we couldn't record this last time. Um, um, you know, there was a there was a birth happening next door. Um, yeah, there was a, an intense amount of labour for. A, a, hello, hello, uh, hello, uh, hello, uh, hello. May I come in? Uh, oh gosh, I'll leave. Sarah, oh, it's, yes. Sarah, what's that? I'm afraid. Yeah. I'm afraid. That is my nemesis, Dame Teresa Thompson's gazelle. Oh, let me in. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Hello. Oh, is that that charming young man who well, um, yeah. I've had as an MC before? Yes. Well, yes, that is, that is me. Robert, yeah, now, now, yes, that's me. But we have. I have an appointment with Sarah. We're we're recording a podcast. What? What? Would, 
what are you no, doing? No, no, no. She's gone. To, she's gone to do. She she tells me she's an actress, and and um, she she has to go and do these these things called self tapes. I've never oh, seen God. her in anything. I don't know if you have. Oh, yes, and I have. I have, but I wouldn't. Oh, I, no, I wouldn't like to see a self tape. So Chills. many people call themselves actresses and writers these days, and even I believe stand-up comedians. Is that story. so? Yeah, they yes, still exist, yes. despite. So this this woman, Sarah Crud, I'd never heard of her. Um, she she says she's got. She had to just dash off to do a self tape. I think it was more like a visit to the lavatory. Myself, <laughs> there we are. Right, I see. Well, I guess I guess we carry on in her stead. Um, I'll text well, Sarah because I'm very angry I, at Sarah. For yes. Just buggering I'm, off, but there we go. I, I, I apologise on her behalf. Actors well, I thought you were her nemesis. Yes, but actors have no manners whatsoever, <laughs> so I do apologise most roundly on her behalf. Mm. But uh, I just wanted to come in because I, it was such a lovely time talking to you last time, and I got so That's much true. to tell you. So much has happened. I've just come in from Tesco's, dear, mm. and uh, it was very strange. There was a dreadful smell of semen outside the doors of Tesco's. Have you ever come across Ooh. that? Um, it might have been Fox, of course, but you never know. I of don't course, usually now, get those smells mixed up, but oh, well, I, I do frequently. It's it's <laughs> it, it's a great trial. Anyway, um, it's spring now, and of course the cats are moting everywhere, and um, one of them went all over a black skirt of mine. Now crumpet, my lovely lodger, told me when he saw me coming down the stairs that I looked exactly like a walking minge. <laughs> Now, that's a phrase that's new to me. Walking minge. Walking minge. I'm going to share it with the greengrocer. <laughs> see if he can shed any light on walking minge. Very right. novel. Very but novel. You know, it's terribly, terribly noisy around here in my little cottage in Hampshire. The builders are next door. Oh, no. And on the other side, there was a woman giving birth in the garden. I tell you what, if she keeps on screaming, I'm going to borrow a sharp tool from the builders and stick it in her peddling hoop. <laughs> It's an absolute disgrace. I don't know why she doesn't just go off to hospital. It would be so much better for us all, and we wouldn't have to wear our earplugs. Right, I yeah. Mean, I did think about offering Very a selfish. hand with the warm spoons, but um, no, Crumpet told me not to. He, he's watching through the binoculars, and he said he says the, that the head is crowning, whatever that means. Oh, anyway, Crumpet also told me I should get around the trade next door by telling the larger one... It's very large, indeed, that he has nice guns. Mm. I have to say, Robert, dear, I didn't see an offensive weapon last time he was at eye level, but perhaps he secretes it down his trousers. No, no, that's not what he means. Guns is another word for biceps. I don't know what biceps are, dear. I'll have to look it up in the dictionary when we get off. (laughs) Ask the greengrocer. Oh, I'll ask the greengrocer. That's another thing. Nice guns and walking minge. How very useful, how helpful you are, dear. Thank you so much. Do you know... I, I first came across these builders uh, when they wolf-whistled me from the scaffolding oh. from the back. Uh, then I turned around and there was a very, very long pause. But, you know, I thought I thought they must have been blind. But blind scaffolders are not a very good mix, I would have thought. Nope, although but, cheaper. Uh, cheaper, yes, indeed, much, much cheaper. And they're building executive homes in the garden. Chock-a-block with doggy skeletons from the last owners. Oh, no. <laughs> I do hope the executives who buy have a strong stomach. Some of the corpses were only interred relatively recently. Did you not so, notice this constant parade of dogs coming and then disappearing? Oh, no, no, they were old. Uh, they, they, this fellow rescued dogs, you know. It was okay. uh, another cacophony. Rescued. So I've had cacophony of dogs, and now I've got a cacophony of builders and a cacophony of screaming, birthing woman. 
Mm-hmm. It's really very, very trying. And it's hard enough to get trade these days anyway. I don't. I, the builders must have an absolute front row view. Yeah, absolutely. How, how does Crumpet deal with all of this? Oh, Crumpet has earphones and he, 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 he wraps a pillow around his head when, mm-hmm. when things aren't too, too uh, when things get too much for, for him. Um, yes, he's, he's my, my, uh, he's my co- second cousin once removed. Yes. Oh, talking of, rel- talking of relatives, you know, I still have my ghastly school friend, Anne Ally. She's still here, even though COVID doesn't exist any longer. <laughs> I can't get her to go home. I insist she wears a, her mask when we have social intercourse. Oh, she was, no. always was a hotbed of germs, even at school. Right, okay, probably for the best. Um, I mean, we do play card games to pass the time in the evenings. There's nothing on the television. That dreadful Britain's Got No Talent is back, I see. But, of course, I wouldn't touch that for the barge pole. But, uh, you know, she's, she's quite good at, at, at uh, sevens or gin rummy, as we used to mm. call it. She, she, she's, but she's very, got a very irritating habit of always playing the joker. You know, no. the one that doesn't, that doesn't matter. Um, and I've told her many, many times that he's actually the tosser. She doesn't listen. I said, he's the tosser. Don't use him. And she uses him every time. It's absolutely ridiculous. Goodness but me. But anyway. While wearing a mask. Yes, still wearing a mask. <sighs> I'm still wearing a mask. Oh, it takes me back to the blitz. Oh, <laughs> The dark and the mask. <laughs> Don't let's go there. Um, anyway, dear, I think that uh, that uh, actress woman might have finished her sentence. Oh, really? I'm just gonna, just gonna. Yeah. Hey, <clears throat> you? Oh, God, she's coming up the stairs. Uh, I'd better go now, Toodle Pip. Oh, um, right. My peas too needs to be planted right now, and and possibly a row of carrots, and also, of course, my my delicious, uh, especially vegetables i'm uh, I, I got very low on the cucumbers and the uh courgettes how come the why, why, why were they running out oh because they had to travel from kenya <laughs> i see i see yes. sorry my mind was in the gutter i thought it was something else well love to crumpet oh i send your love to crumpet he, he's looking forward to making our acquaintance i told him you're very handsome and you've got an enormously nice personality well we so, do um, send each other little private messages back and forth so he'll know what he'll know what i mean oh excellent this is excellent stuff well i i'd better be off um i might just go back to tesco's and have a little sniff but uh, <laughs> just just to, to keep the memory you know the memory and the the, the, the what what do you call it the uh, the, the, the 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 taste buds going mm. you never know so many happy memories. Oh. It's like those cream, you know those cream eggs? Mm, yes. Oh, I, I, I love licking them out. Oh, <laughs> oh such God. fun. Yes. They're anyway, a bit sweet for me. Oh, are they? No, no, I could, eat, I could eat three at a sitting. More memories. Maybe I should lick out a cream egg while I'm sniffing for semen outside Tesco's. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds delightful. All right, dear. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll hand you back over to Sarah. Okay. Get off. Get off, Sarah Crown. Ooh, Bugger off. Be nice, oh, ladies. Right. Uh, sorry about that. No, oh, Sarah. I put, I, I'm back. I'm back. I, I right. shoved her out the door. Well, and, and yeah. I'm tempted to push her down the stairs, actually. I mean, but, I would. Um, she said the she said the worst things about you. Oh well, I'm sure she doesn't mean them. It sounded like she meant them. Oh, did it? Yes, it really Indeed. did. And, and I've got a bone to pick with you now. What are you doing disappearing, huh? In the middle oh. of a... Apparently, she said you had a self-tape. T- is that true? Yes, I was I was doing a, a, a self-tape. Um, I'm, I, it was um, oh, it's from, for some series when I'm, I'm, I'm playing a, a, an 84-year-old man. Oh, really? Okay, good. Yes. Gender-blind so, casting, very on Yeah, gender-blind casting, yes. I, I just thought, you know, I, 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 it, it took me a while to drag up, so... Right, uh, right, okay. But, I uh, you know, I, I, I think it's quite a wide remit. They, they, the breakdown actually said, um, 
uh, man, woman, anybody between 16 and 85. Right. So they're going to have a very no wide pulse. choice. Yes, pulse or no pulse, indeed. But, I, uh, you know, they'll they have a lot of people... Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, How do you feel about this on a on an actual casting note? You know, so there's two types seriously. of experience. Well, seriously, very seriously. But no, I love self-tapes. There's two types of experience when you when you actually go in for a, for a casting as opposed to self-tape. And the one is you go in and you open the door and there's a room full of people who look pretty much like you. Yes. And you're like, ah, okay. And then you there's the one where you open the door and... There's generally people of your gender or kind of age, but a big, vast array. And they're like, they clearly haven't quite nailed in what they're exactly looking for. What makes, what fills you with more dread? What makes you more hopeful? What makes you more, well, I did one for America about uh, 25 years ago, and I turned up inadvertently looking exactly like a storyboard, which was bizarre. <sighs> Um, it, I mean, they, they had they showed me the storyboard and they went, but this is you. This and I is went, you. Oh, well, it, it, it was. It was just bizarre. In fact, that's happened a couple of times with the commercials. Um, what fills me with dread? Oh, there used to be uh, about three actresses, and I knew that if I if they were in the room, they would almost certainly get it. Mm. Uh, and also in the in the very very early days, uh, one was just called in as padding, you know, to make up the numbers, and there wasn't wasn't much of a chance. There there, there were quite a lot of uh, waste of time ones in the oh, old yeah. days, and, and then you and then you get I your first get one, and then people start to go, oh, well, she's done a commercial, she she must know what she's doing, and uh, they started coming in. Yes. Yeah, no, those are <laughs> but good. In the, for, in the old days, you know, it was, it was two or three castings a week. So I'd go in, I'd, I'd go in one, uh, in, in in one, looking at the storyboard, and then I'd come out and I looked like somebody else. Uh, <laughs> you know, try try slightly different. Uh, I like the remits. I, I, I there was one time, I went in and uh, they were they'd been mixed us all up. So I went in to be confronted by seven vicars. Oh my god! <laughs> that, was, that was horrific. Slash a dream come true. Oh God, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, well, yes, yes. So, uh, so if anybody wants to see me in a current commercial, I'm in uh, TK Maxx uh, Bridge Club, which is very surreal and rather marvellous. And I and, and I believe from my neighbour that it's it's still on. <laughs> and uh, it's all about nail varnish. So, oh, is it really TK Maxx yes. going big into the nail varnish? Yes, they do. Ha they do makeup and and the hair products and, and all sorts now, which I didn't realise. But it it was hilarious. It I like the way you're plugging hilarious. yourself in a TK Maxx commercial when, like, you've been in a Hollywood movie within the last year, <laughs> a TV series. But but no, it's TK Maxx. That's the important TK one. Well, apart the TV series then, which is called the Sister Boniface Mysteries, and it's on a Friday night uh, at nine PM on the Drama Channel, which I think is Channel Twenty, and I'm in episodes seven, eight, nine, and ten. I from this Friday uh, for uh, oh, the next I'll, four weeks. Okay, I'll get it out is, uh, ASAP. It says six uh, small, episodes. Uh, there's ten episodes in total. I've been I've been in six out of the ten. I will have been in six out of the ten. As Miss but, Thimble, uh, can you Ms. can you give Thimble. us a tease? What who what, who is Miss Thimble? Miss Thimble is one of the villagers in. It's a village called Great Slaughter, <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, lo it's a comedy drama where lots of people get killed, and it's a spin-off from Father Brown, but with more comedy. It's about a forensic nun who solves crime with the local police force in the 1960s. Huh. That sounds brilliant. Beautiful. 
it's fab, high production values, great cast, um, and it was great to be a regular um, for for, uh, for it. And, and uh, you know, three and a half months in the Cotswolds. Lovely. What's not to like? Oh, it was brilliant. It was great, great fun. Uh, so but it's very outrageous. Miss Thimble is very vague and a spinster of this parish. And uh, uh, she, she's very much supported by Mrs. Clam, the local landlady who who puts up the policeman. <laughs> OK, well, I mean, obviously, we won't we won't go into any spoilers as to what happens, it, what her fate is. But from no. this... Uh, Friday, this did you Friday. say? And yes, this Friday, um, nine that's o'clock on the Drama, drama channel. channel, and it's also on BritBox. So if you've oh, got it's on BritBox, and now TV, I think one of the cast. So yes, um, if you've got an on-demand service, look it up. Yes, have yourself look some it fun. up. Look it up, ladies and gentlemen, erudite people. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well remembered. <laughs> so yes, um, so that that's that's that. Now, what else? What well, else can I tell you, Robert Newmark well, Jones? I don't know. We can talk about anything, can't we? You could talk about um, the, the Hollywood movie that I mentioned, Cruella Deville. Cruella. Oh, I Cruella Deville. De- no, don't blink. I mean, it, <laughs> it's, it's what I call a don't blink. So, uh, if you looked away for your popcorn, you would miss it. But it was great fun, and it was a fabulous look. Uh, a very nice director and uh, uh, a huge Hollywood you know blockbuster it's it i actually went i don't always go and see them but i went to see this one because it sounded like fun it was it was it was great it looks amazing mm. the costume design, designer is just sublime mm. and uh she was great I, the emma is it emma stone emma who was stone, in exactly yeah this is one didn't i didn't catch um i've seen a few of the live action disney ones and uh the mm. production values are through the roof Goodness they certainly are me I, I think we were i think we were based in shepparton but i mean secret all, all that you know it wasn't called cruella and she wasn't called emma stone hmm. uh, on the call sheet uh, as as they do now i mean in the old days it was extraordinary you had your name on the on the winnebago you know your actual name hmm. and uh, and your name and phone number on the call sheet <laughs> yeah i've seen i've seen some of those so uh, they've they've, yes. they've been taken away. i guess that's gdpr now is it yes I yes and that, that's that. that's oh, uh, probably probably about uh, 20 i could be wrong someone would correct me i'm sure i think that's a, from about 20 years ago that mm. they stopped doing all that because really? people used to people found out um, where people were filming and went and knocked on their doors, the the, the, the fans. Right, that isn't a great idea, is it? No, nah, it's <laughs> not a great idea at all. <laughs> yeah, fan culture is actually, this is an interesting thing we could talk about because it's changed quite a lot. And I know this um, uh, anecdotally through my mother, because um, we're going through her, her arc, like the family archive of photos, right? You know, it's boxes and boxes yeah. worth and it's this big project. And um, sorting through, you know chucking away the blurry ones of a deer in the distance or something like why why did we ever take this um but in amongst this i found some folded up pieces of typed or handwritten letters addressed to my mother i was like mum what are these and she was like oh that's from when i was on university challenge and so back in the day she was on for lmh and they had a Mm -hmm. little a brief run and there's you know, six or so fan letters addressed to her, and it's all 
dear Miss Newmark, I was absolutely delighted to see your scrumptious face appear on TV last night, and what a joy it was to this old heart of mine. Being but an <laughs> old pensioner and not long left, I was wondering if you might not do me the smallest favour and send me some photos. Yes, yeah. dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> And it was the bigger the sob story, the more they were asking. It was quite, it was quite good to see. Even yes, oh, oh gosh, yes, they've they've kind of I don't know, they're saying they've dried up, but um, they, they yes, they used to be. And there was there was one uh, scam that went on with these this woman or a group of women in Coventry, and I get a letter from one from from this woman i i don't know mary smith and she'd say dear sarah Grant, we love i love your work my sisters and i are all sitting down and my neighbors and my cousins are all sitting down to watch you in whatever it was mm. and we'd we'd all love a signed photograph so might we have five so i duly, <laughs> I, I know i duly we're such fans people. that the whole family would like one this year yes and then and then um a couple of years, for some reason, I, I was looking up something else, and it said, and I, and it popped up on on Google, Sarah Crowden photograph on eBay. Yeah, <laughs> I found one. I found one as we speak. There's only one available left. They've been selling like hotcakes. Oh my God! How we, much is it? Um, the most recent one sold uh, in June of two years ago for. Eight pounds plus one fifteen oh delivery. Goodness. Well, that has that that that's that my 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 price on like the stock market is staying relatively steady because that's that's what it was five years ago. Well, but, yes. you know the economy's gone up and down since, so I don't know in yeah. real time wages has that gone up or down? It's hard to know. Put that in nineteen fifties money and you're laughing. Yes, exactly. But I mean, five years ago, it's still eight pounds, and it was eight pounds five years ago. But uh, they haven't been in touch because I kind of got onto them. I, I just thought, no, I'm not going to do this. this. It's a bit crazy. You know, I, I, well, while they obviously need to make money, they're not going to make huge amounts of money with me. Well, but you I know, if I put I up a, uh, a crayon drawing of myself on eBay, I don't think I'd make eight quid. So <laughs> look at it that way. You know, yes, there's levels. And then when they, and they put rare, and you think, well, no, not really. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, anyway. Can I have one of those? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I've got my own eBay channel to run. I've got bills to pay. Come on. Absolutely. Bung yes, me over absolutely. a headshot. I'd, I'd like it. I'd like the odd eight pounds, you know. <laughs> exactly. To, you to should be the, running this scam. Yes, to go with the nine pounds, uh, you know, that one gets from from, from uh, repeats and residuals. 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 What, um, yes, what's your favourite one? A, oh, I don't know. Um, oh, God. Or have you had one recently? Two part was was one for twenty one p. There was a, there, a girlfriend put put something up on Facebook and she said, "Oh gosh, has anybody? I just had this 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 uh, residual. Uh, I think I think it was one pound twenty five. And I said, "Oh," and I I replied to her and I said, "Oh, a bit more than that." She went, "Oh, stop showing off." I said, "Yes, but not enough for Botox." <laughs> it wasn't enough for Botox. That's funny. I don't know. That's funny. What's it? Know. What's it for? Is it um, Downton Abbey or is it like? What's the? I think it was. Oh, it was no. It's a long time ago. Long it time ago. Probably Poirot or Lovejoy. Right, which right, I did right. In the Nineteen very early nineties. Oh wow, Poirot and Lovejoy. Mm. It's Poirot great that Love... they're still being shown somewhere. I mean, you know. Yes. Because considering the amount of content that is being shot and churned out, just endless 
reams and reams of you know if you've got any of the streaming programs you load up and it's just some another new thing that just looks very expensive and very boring um but still you know there's still room out there for sort of 1990s drama procedurals Mm. to be aired it's brilliant it's fantastic It is, and the, I mean, the t- Talking Pictures is just a, a wonderful. The Drama Channel, they, they repeat stuff all the time, and people tell me, they say, oh, we saw you on Doc Martin or something. And, and uh, Doc Martin, uh, I, I did one episode, I had one scene or two scenes or something. Um, it was more than a don't blink. And um, that is on. They repeat those all the time, and they'll be repeating them again because they're currently filming the, the final series. Yeah, that's right. That Well, that's quite, that's fairly recent, isn't it? That was only started yes. sort of. Five or so I have another puff, like Robert. You have another puff. I have another puff, which is everybody, anybody who's who's connected with the industry, please buy Brian Cox's hardback book of his his autobiography. It is an actor's heaven. Really it's wonderful. Yes, because he comes across as as uh, as as not uh, more like Logan Roy, but he he <laughs> at the book is he, the way he starts his career. He, there's such humility in in it in his writing, and he had to overcome such a lot. He came I from real working class labour stock, didn't he? Am absolutely, right? yeah. Dun, Bonnie Dundee, absolutely. And he went. He started in stage management, oh. um, and worked his way up, uh, and then and in Dundee at Dundee Rep, and then he came to London, and he never really went. I don't think. I think he went back a few times. I think he's been to Edinburgh to do something, but uh, he's mostly been in England and and of course America. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, it's an actor's uh, 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 book. It really, really is. Mm. It's fantastic. I do recommend it. I screamed. I, it's not something you could read on a tube if you're an actor because you'll be arrested. <laughs> you'll be screaming some, some of the stories. And, but you had to get the hardback because apparently he's, he's edited some of the snarkier stuff. Oh, no, really? On the paperback, in the paperback edition, yes. Okay, yeah, I heard there was some snarky stuff in there. Um... It's really quite snarky. So the, the, the hardback is the one. Okay. It, it's, it's, uh, there's been a sort of slew of the Miriam Margulies is also extremely wonderful. Oh, really? Uh, but, and Brian Cox, I mean, she's got the, the humility as well, which is fantastic. Oh, you does know, Brian Cox's like humility sort of start to sink away as he becomes more and more? No. No, no good. He's always, he, he's always pleasantly surprised when he gets <laughs> a job. Still, even this, I mean, he, I don't know how old he is now. 80? I don't know, maybe not that old. Uh, but yeah, he's known. June no, he's 46. Still, oh. So he's not 80 yet. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> yes. I'll put it in a calculator and I'll edit it all 76. together. He's 76. <laughs> no, oh, how might... dare you? Yes, you're right. He might be 77. No, I, I count on my fingers like my mother. <laughs> my, mother's, my mother's famous guy. And my mother's, it, it stood me in good stead, she said. And then she said to me, and I was doing my open university, well, I don't understand how you ever get any marks for your essays because nobody can read your handwriting. <laughs> you're like, I'm too busy counting on my fingers. I'm too busy counting my fingers. Yes. Well, clearly, I said. Well, clearly, they, they, uh, they, um, you know, they can read my handwriting because I got a distinction for oh. this particular module. Oh, I love doing the uh, another another part of the OU. Yes, it's brilliant. Um, is this uh, in uh, in circus skills or is this for something else? No, I had to give up the tightrope walking course because I had an an old injury come back. My knee kneecap mm. started displacing, and I thought it was a little dangerous doing tightrope with one and a half leg. <laughs> I can sympathise. Yeah, I had the whole meniscus thing last year. I wouldn't, uh, yes. I wouldn't dream of doing it. But um, and also, all, all the other people uh, were about thirty years younger. 
So, well, and also, <laughs> the last time we spoke, you you told me you were really excited about doing this, but they were trying to push you to go up on the really high one, and it had been like your yes. third lesson. <laughs> I was like, Sarah, for, please, for goodness sake, don't do it. You're like, there are crash first mats. <laughs> first. first lesson. There are crash mats. There were crash mats, but um, no, we and then... And then the teacher retired and we got and then Stefano came back, who I'd, I'd done a, a taster course with. And he he was wonderful. But I by that point, my knee was so bad that I was having physiotherapy and they said, oh, we can get you up back up to get, get to tightrope ready. And I was like, uh, no, I think I better not go back because yeah. if I can't work because of something I've done. To yeah, myself, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the trade off it, it starts to yeah. be beyond stupid and they do say you know if you're under contract for something they uh, they always i wasn't but they always say d- no one un- no undertaking dangerous sports yeah of course but then again so, i ripped my meniscus just s- standing up from the dinner table is that a dangerous sport or <laughs> well no that's just that's bloody bad luck oh, <laughs> ouch and very 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 painful oh yeah yeah was that so is that what you had as well was it a meniscus no it's a displaced patella patella oh yeah. the tendon yeah, it made me feel sick it made me feel sick every time the kneecap displaced i could Ooh. feel it going click oh but, no uh, does it ever lock no, mine locks sometimes no i try no the ankles lock but the you know, yes. <laughs> any doctors listening any advice any any gps or any consultants orthopedic consultants could give me no it, it's it's ongoing the the injury but it's a bore because it, it first that. happened in 1989 so it was a bit of a drag to have it come back in 2022 no but you've had a relatively clean slate between the two oh, yeah. can't Absolutely. too much i suppose no 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 but i don't want to sort of <laughs> you know pay out uh, thousands of pounds for physiotherapy if i don't need to no absolutely well i'm trying to work out if i should get this surgery or not i don't know um, i think i spoke to you about this i just how do you make this decision it's the most impossible thing you know it's like why didn't they just fix it all at once did i tell yes. i told you this right didn't i no oh, so, so you know i had the meniscus surgery that was the uh, end of the beginning of the pandemic basically so the first three months yes. of the pandemic i'm on the couch which eh, there we go um but it was very painful and my knee you know i had to sort of have it wrapped in paper and i couldn't walk for about six months and then there was a lot of physiotherapy a lot of recovery and then finally it's pretty much back to normal um and they're still saying don't do any twisting movements and i'm like okay but i'm able to exercise i'm able to walk around i'm able to etc so I go back for my what I thought would be final session with the specialist and he goes so yeah so the meniscus is all good I'm like yeah it seems to be all good and he's like so you can use your knee normally I was like yeah 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 we can normally normally knee he's like great mm-hmm. so now what do you think about the ACL surgery and I was like yes <laughs> excuse me and he was like yeah your ACL has fused to the PCL so we may need to operate on that <laughs> and I said, oh. right. So what would what would that mean? And he said, well, you know, about another year of recovery. <sighs> could, could you work if you had the if you were in recovery? It's like it's a similar idea to to the last time. It's like there'll be a few months of not being able to do anything. Then there'll be a few months of sort of in between, and then the last few months of sort of getting back to normal. But it means taking another Ooh. year out, and this time. There's not a pandemic to lie on the couch for, or at least not as much of a pandemic. It is still going on, isn't it, Sarah? 
Yes, it is. Okay. Dame Teresa doesn't Checking. believe it, but uh, no. Well, yes. of course. Although I went up, I went up to to central London yesterday, and there were pretty much there was pretty much nobody wearing a mask on the tube, which is a new thing because two weeks earlier, no, when did I last go up? Six weeks earlier, everybody had virtually everybody on the tube had masks. Yes, it's really changed quite quickly, hasn't it? I think that's uh, yes. All all there was always the side of society that were just like, I'm not partaking in this any in any way but for the majority i think people did really pitch in and yes it seems almost as a country in the last sort of maybe few weeks we've just been like oh you know what forget it we've done what we can um not that i'm yes. going and out everybody's sneezing getting it. on people but everyone's yes. getting it and i don't everyone's know everyone's getting changed, it yes. doesn't it it's kind of yes it's kind of going to morph and 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 the variants are getting weaker and weaker i believe Pathetic. so um is there a new variant? Are we still on Omicron or is there... No, there's a new one. What? But they haven't named it. What oh, do you mean they haven't named one. it? I thought they were just using the Greek alphabet. No, they haven't named this one because they're trying to keep it quiet. But, <laughs> oh! Uh, <laughs> so that's another, that's another thing. I, I, I have a friend who does hospital role play and she, uh, she told me that, that they were... That, 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 uh, about a month ago, they, they were absolutely agog about it. And the, the, really? young, the young trainee jo- doctors, oh, yes, there's another one. And she was like, well, what's it called? They, oh, we ha- they haven't named it because they're keeping it under wraps. Oh, dear. <laughs> Nothing surprises me anymore. Now, for those who yes. don't know, because I've actually done a little bit of hospital role play, can you explain to the listener what that is? What it is, is that they go along. I've never done it, so I don't. I hope I'm right. They go, people, the actors, they want actors because actors can be convincing with anything. So that I've got a, a girlfriend who does um, mostly elderly ladies with dementia. And uh, she she comes in and she says and, and, and they interview her. The doctors, you know, they're taking notes about her condition. So she has she as an actor, she has to sort of read up and and be able to improvise um, symptoms. And she looks mm. up the symptoms and she and she knows what she, what the prognosis is probably going to be. Mm. Um, and she just gives them what what she's currently suffering. Right. Yeah, that's that is what it is. Yeah. Um, and then they and then they they they're marked, I believe, for for what their prognosis is and uh, what what they what they would do on going with yeah, this particular yeah, patient. Yeah, it's, it's trainee, it's trainee doctors. And what's really interesting is when I did it, they were they were fairly early on into their training because you know being a doctor is a long path. Mm. And um, there was only one student who had both. Like so, some would be really good at bedside manner and had no idea what to do with the. I think I was. I think it was a leg problem I had. Yeah, I was on crutches, and then the other person would be like, "Oh, I know exactly what the problem is," and they'd be really rude and make me feel sad, even though I didn't really have a problem. Um, yes. But then there was a sort of one student who really got it. Um, it I think it would be really. F- it's, it's a weird. It was a weird job. I was like, "Yes, I am acting," and I suppose it's a good thing I went to drama school. Um, yes. But it would be really funny if you know <laughs> you're um, you're doing that job, and you know they're like, "And what are your symptoms?" And you start li- reeling off a list, and the doctor gives you a look like, "Are you sure those are your symptoms? <laughs> Do you want to check your notes again?" <laughs> Get the yes, wrong disease. Make it up. Yes, completely make it a bubonic plague. Or something. <laughs> Well, I was bitten by a rat in uh, down in Walthamstow about six months ago, and I've been having these strange, these strange symptoms, doctor. 
No, you could really wind them up. Stop you, it. No. You know, there's don't, a, don't do there's an, there's an old English law on the, you know, when you look up these like, uh, laws that, um, are still on the books, but, um, are no longer enforced kind of thing. Yeah. There's, there's an, there's a law on the books in England that makes it a crime to get onto public transport or a hackney carriage, um, if you've got the plague, uh, or you can tell the driver that you've got the plague and he can, he, she can take their chances if they want. Um, well, I would have thought... Oh, sorry. hello. There was just a little <laughs> beep. Excuse oh, me. Excuse I me. would have thought... Oh, hello. <laughs> what do you think? Well, I, w- I, w- I would have thought that's very dangerous because they, they, they'll get people throwing things at them and saying, get off this bus or hackney carriage. Get out of the hackney. Out of the <laughs> hackney. <laughs> Yeah, get out of the hackney. So that means, and, uh, you know, all the people going around with COVID, knowingly with COVID and getting onto a bus, they're not only breaking the new laws, they're breaking the Black Death laws. Those are, you know, significant. That's... that's... Yes, yes. That is deliberate provocation. <laughs> deliberate provocation. Um, in my book. <laughs> in my book too. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so yes. Can I read you some of my favourite laws that I found out? Yes, um this is uh, you maybe you know this one um it's illegal to be drunk in a pub (laughs) (laughs) no i didn't know that one (laughs) yep section 12 of the licensing act 1872 um yep liable to a penalty (laughs) <laughs> oh, but there was there's that other one that's been doing the rounds on Facebook, which is which is people being put in lunatic asylums in in the 19th century for various things. <laughs> one of one of them was it was about women with you know hysteria and all that. Mm-hmm. And one 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 of the items was uh, they you, you could put you could section someone. Well, I don't know what they called it in those days, but you could section someone for reading novels. <laughs> so Did I it matter what type of novels? No, it didn't. Just, just I, I'm assuming not a three-volume because they wouldn't—they wouldn't be able to get through a three-volume without being shoved <laughs> into an asylum. Because there were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of of of, of, of what were called lunatic asylums uh, yeah. I mean, in the south west, all around uh, ringing London. Yeah, I've been to—I've been to Mortley. I've actually volunteered at the local wing of Mortley. It's yeah. It's, I mean, it's not—it's not, it's not <laughs> what it was back then, but quite the thing. You know what's funny about the. Uh, the the novel law shall we call it reading fiction um yes. is that it, if you were trying to hide it you could almost do a reverse of the thing that school kids do you know where they've got their textbook but the comic is hidden within yes this would be the reverse you'd have the textbook on the outside just reading up on physics but then meanwhile inside lady chatsley's lover yes yes a slim novella perhaps <laughs> who's written you know look, look look up novellas people have written in the 19th century stick that in yes oh no <laughs> Terrifying, terrifying. When you think, and now, and and people complain about the laws now. Good heaven! I mean, there were so you could you couldn't do anything in the nineteenth century. No, but, absolutely. By yeah. the sound of it, you couldn't you you couldn't look at people in the wrong way. Right. Well, exactly. You couldn't, for example, I mean, <laughs> handle salmon suspiciously. No, that's exactly. illegal. That that's actually a modern law. When I read that, I was like, oh, what is that? The fourteenth century. That was in nineteen eighty six. And that's the no. that's, yes. It's illegal to handle salmon in suspicious circumstances. Okay. Have you yes, ever done that, Sarah? Be honest. I, ha- I haven't. I haven't. This is on the record. Uh, 
in suspicious circumstances. I have handled salmon, but not in suspicious circumstances. Ooh, sounds guilty to me. I don't know. Oh well, you know, very novel. Next time, say. next time we hang out, I'm going to constantly be just buying salmon for you and seeing what you do with it and filming you secretly, yes. <laughs> putting it in my baked potato. <laughs> Officer, that's suspicious. Why? I like it. My baked potato. Damn. I'll get that, soon. It's cold until it's cold into warm though, so that is very suspect. Ooh. Oh, are you assuming smoked salmon? Very suspicious. <laughs> yes, even more suspicious. Fear <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Yes, I know. <laughs> I wonder if it's illegal to, you know, give birth at home for too long. It seems like yes. a public nuisance. But, but also noise. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, is it illegal to have a dog that sort of barks 24-7? I'd imagine at some point you'd put in a complaint and at some point something would have to be done if it literally wouldn't stop barking, right? No, you're supposed to report it to the RSPCA and um, I don't think it's a noise abatement thing for the council. Uh, um, mm. I'll be well informed. Um, but, but the RSPCA don't always come out for right. things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also they don't know where the dog is, is. You can hear it, you know, five gardens away and it, it could be anywhere. Right. So you'd have to know which house it came from before you started, you know, sound, recording the sound. But uh, no, they're less and less likely to come out the council now for, for on on the noise abatement, and they're uh, mm. quite hard to get hold of. Yeah, they're very I hard believe. to get hold of. I believe <laughs> she said hastily, having <laughs> not done so myself. <laughs> well, luckily, uh, where I live, there's the magic corner. Um, and the magic corner, because, you know, the council won't take, you know, you've got a fridge or you've got a dishwasher or you've got a, you know, whatever it is, a sofa. The council aren't going to take it away anymore. They're just, we're not interested. Deal with it yourself. Yeah. I don't have a car. So when my fridge went kaput, um, we were sort of living on a, a sort of backup, which was very small. And uh, magically on this corner, which is quite near my house, a fridge appeared. And I thought, oh, hold on. And it fit. And it was def it'd been put out. You know, someone, it wasn't like packaged and brand new waiting to be delivered. <laughs> it, was it was a, a working fridge. It was a working fridge that someone had decided to get rid of and just put it on the corner. So I took the fridge and put my fridge on the corner and then used that fridge. And then when I went back out later, my old fridge had gone. Yes. And this sounds. magic corner has, I've seen, I've seen people come and get stuff. It's like a, yeah, it's like public land. Um, yes, I know someone. I know someone who got some beautiful um, um, Art Nouveau um, doors, doors, glass doors that had just been shoved at the, at the end of his street, and uh, he he picked them up and put them in his house. Yeah, we've got we've got a couple of chairs. We've got two TVs. I kid you not, two TVs. Blimey. That both work. That were on the magic corner. Um, a rug, I think. Um, definitely I got a pair of shoes, workout shoes. <laughs> Hold on, what else? There's been a, there's been a lot of stuff there. Oh, you must tell me where this is when no, you bring me to I this can't. Your magic I'm corner. afraid I, I can't give good. away that location. <laughs> yeah, don't, yes, I don't need be that rude. location. It's what do I need? I, I know, I've put out a wish list and you can see if you can fulfill it. <laughs> I'm not sure if it works exactly the same as Santa, but I, I'll try it. I'll put a little <laughs> wish list on the corner. <laughs> My secret corner list. <laughs> How brilliant. Oh, my goodness. What a strange world. What strange times we live in now. Everybody I, uh, sort of, I've been messaging in the last three or four months, they've all said, strange times. Yeah. 
And I think we thought they were strange before. Like when Trump yes. got elected and Brexit happened, we thought, yes, these are, these are some very weird times that we're living in. Um, yes, it seems to have got... Has it got weirder or is it just plateaued? I don't think it... No, 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 no. I don't think it has plateaued. And I don't think it's going to get more normal. I think, like, without getting all serious, I honestly think this the war in Ukraine is going to change a, the geopolitical landscape in massive ways. Yes. And I don't think we're going to go back to normal. I don't think that era that we were in before is coming back. It's going to be different. I think things are going to be more expensive. I think there is going yes, to be and, uh, yes. supply chain issues. Pulled, yes, the carpet has been pulled out from under an awful lot of people, and and yeah. uh, it's not going to be replaced as it was. No, it's 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 it's. I, I don't know. It's not. I don't know if it's timely, but 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 it it was. Uh, there was an awful lot of complacency, and there is mm. now an awful lot of insecurity. Yeah, 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 yeah. And these two things feel definitely linked. And people I... lash out. When they're insecure, they lash out. So uh, it's it, we, we're living in more dangerous times, I think. Mm. Definitely. But, uh... All kinds of weird crime things are up. I was listening to this economist saying, well, basically, you know that quantitative easing, which is where they just mm -hmm. print money. Mm -hmm. Since 2008, they've just been doing that. They hit just not only here as well. This was in in America as well. They just keep printing the money, and and he's like, the debt is now four times higher than it's ever ever been. And at some point, that has to be paid. And yes, <laughs> and we have been for over fifteen years just putting our fingers in our ears and going la 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 la. And he was yes. like, you know, brace yourself, tighten your belt. I guess that's what all good economists say, though. So yes. Uh, yes, who to believe as well? You know, some yeah. some people are more plausible than others. Yeah. Oh dear, dear. Well, I get all my info from GB News, so that's that's who I believe. Sarah. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Tom Bradby, ITV, <laughs> hardly partisan at all. <laughs> <laughs> He, 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 yes, he comments all the time by raising his eyebrows or lowering his voice. It's, it's brilliant. It's it's a, it's it's a it's a brilliant subtext that he I've puts in. I've always thought um, that, like, in an alternate world, and maybe this is because I am an actor, but in an alternate world, if I were, like, a newsreader, like, um, wait, what's, what's, his, what's, what's your man called? Tom, Tom Bradby. Tom Bradby. Let's say in an alternate reality, I'm Tom Bradby. You know when, like, those things come up in, like, uh, TV shows or movies where they need a newscaster and they use an actual one, like, from life? Yes. But they're acting, yes. but they're reading the news, so it's not acting. But they are acting because the news they're reading is not real news because it's in the movie. Yes. I've always thought that would be, you know, a great little side perk of the job. Yes. Yes, absolutely. But it's like, yes, like putting, like putting, um, I'm sure I've told you this one, but, but like put, like um, getting things past the sub-editor. Did I ever tell you there was there was one in Viz, which was from the Surrey Clarion or something, which I which I think they were all genuine, and it was it was purportedly about the theft of a pair of ferrets from this man in 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 in, in Surrey, and the headline was <laughs> Furry Snatch. Oh no! And they got it past the. They subject. got it through. Yes, they got it. Through. I love all that sort of thing. So that one, <laughs> Viz Viz, Viz um, comic. 
that is for those who don't uh, know, yeah. Ruth Comic used to run a thing about dodgy headlines, and some of them were just oh, I had there was one in the Stratford Herald, voted the worst newspaper in Britain for three consecutive years, still going, and it Good. was uh, the headline was, and it was sent to me from the Stratford Herald, a cutting man battered outside fish and chip shop. <laughs> And so I know, I know that was from the Stratford because I actually have the news. I don't know where I put that. Uh, put that headline. I have it somewhere. <laughs> That's good. That's good. It's a bit I like Coleman sort of balls, isn't it? Yes, I love that sort of. Yes, yeah, so the local local papers, the Cotswold Journal's another one. <laughs> just appalling, appalling local newspapers. And you go, that's news, you know? Somebody's banging baskets been stolen. <laughs> It's so parochial, but it's brilliant. And you can see all these people who want to be Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah. <laughs> putting in the, the you know, the, the comments that they, they put in the piece. <laughs> oh, dreadful, oh, I dreadful. That. I love that. <laughs> yeah, sneaking yeah. things, sneaking things through. You know what it makes me think of? Um, what? I remember learning this in university about the, the Lord Chamberlain. Oh yes. Do you remember the of oh, yes. the office of the Lord Chamberlain? Yes. Um at Sets one point by. In, yes, sons, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe maybe explain for the listener who doesn't know what what that is and what well, rather what it was. Well, it was the the Lord Chamberlain's office was was I think it was a, there was a particular department set up specifically to to root out immorality in the theatre. And so uh, shows like Hair and Oh Calcutta and and I think Joe Orton, I think he was he was as it were fingered by the Rosses and um uh, various other John Osborne I think. Yep. Um they were they, the, the, the Lord, uh, they had to be sent the script to the office and it, had, it, it was gone through and anything they didn't like, they'd blue pencil yep. and they would take it out. And so the playwright either had to rewrite it or um, take it out. And so they'd, they'd find ways of getting around it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. And it was abolished uh, relatively recently. Like it's it's quite interesting because you might think yes. theatre censorship would, you know, sounds like something Cromwell would do, and indeed yes. did. But um, the, no, we had the it. Sixties. Yeah, the we had it up 60s. to the sixties. Absolutely. Because um, uh, I remember reading one. Um, the the feedback on the Pinter plays are just absolutely brilliant because they're from. The people review. We should explain. The people reviewing these plays were not theatrical. They weren't, you know, no. novelists or servants. writers. They were just civil servants. Yes. They were just people with a with a job. Um, and so, you know, Pinter writes the birthday party, and he sends it in, like viewed of as one of like, the modern canon's most significant plays. Fascinating piece of theatre, and a civil servant just has to read it and decide if it gets put on or not. And yes. the feedback is hilarious. Listen to this. Um, an insane, pointless play. Mr. Pinter has jumbled all the tricks of Beckett and Ionesco with a dash from all the recently produced plays at the Royal Court Theatre, plus a mm -hmm. fashionable flavouring of blasphemy. The result is still silly. The emperor is wearing no clothes. You know, and it's like, he's a playwright. There's, there's a bit further down where, you know, there's a bit of blue pencil. And mm -hmm. it says like page fifty eight. Cut this line. <laughs> Excuse me. It's they like have to justify it. They they have to justify their jobs. It's like there's one of those made up jobs, but but it wasn't made. That's the horrific thing. It wasn't made up, but uh, no, he, they were actually whole, causing damage. Yeah, people's lives were you know 
John Arden. Yeah. yeah, all those all those royal court people. I think they had. Well, I know they had uh, blue pencils through their scripts uh, to to a greater or less extent. There was one, I think, who was almost the entire play. I can't remember whether it was uh, Edward Bond saved or one of yeah, those. I think it, saved that, that was almost... banned. I think saved was was banned. Was wasn't it? it? I'm pretty I sure. Did, I know they did it. Yeah, because... they, I think they did it. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, but, but I think it was banned retrospectively because of the the stoning of the, stone, the, yeah, of the baby. Yeah. Yes, but no, it's something. It was something like saved, and then almost the entire play came back with a blue pencil through it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> get round that one. I yeah, right. <laughs> Page one <laughs> to eighty nine. Cut. <laughs> cut. Yes, this line is not acceptable. <laughs> oh dear me, dear me. Yeah. What? Yeah, here we go. The Lord Chamberlain's office slammed a ban on Edward Bond's second play saved. But where there was censorship, there was also loopholes. <laughs> oh, so what is the loophole? That's the little um teaser. I think you couldn't show the baby or something. You had to they had to put the I think they had to do something something like the the, the pram was facing the the uh, the top of the pram was facing the hood of the pram was facing the audience. How about not this? Not the baby. This is how. Good theory, but it's not how it's not, they did wasn't it. That. No. So the royal court. Uh, see the previous comments before the royal court <laughs> doesn't deserve the name. Um, staunch defender of the notion that a play needs to be shown as it was written, temporarily turned itself into a club theatre to stage the play's premiere. That's it. That's it. The club theatre. Yes. So that they yeah. they skirt by the rules that way. So um, that's right because the arts did did that as well. They did late night performances as a club, right? The so, arts theatre. So club. it doesn't yeah. f follow the same. <laughs> such a clever little change so, around. Yeah, it's, it's a bit like the cult showings of of things like Rocky Horror Show. You know, late night. Yeah. Uh, under the radar. Yeah. Word of mouth in those days, of course. But uh, yeah, yeah. Interesting, isn't it? It's, yes, it is. It's. I didn't realise. No, there was there, but there was something at the subsequent stages. Some uh, staging something about the pram. So I, um, I yeah, I mean, to be honest, out of just sort of theatrical necessity, you'd face it away, wouldn't you? Because otherwise, you have to show yes. people this baby that's going to actually cry and bleed and stuff like that. And yeah. it's like that's yeah. no one, no one can be bothered with that. Let's face it the other way, and we'll have these horrible youths. It's. I mean, it's a brutal scene. It's it, better. It's better. Yes. It's. It's more. It's. It, it's more visceral if you turn the pram away than if right, you exactly. show them rather nearly no, yeah. lobbing the odd brick. But <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if you if you if you if you don't show, it's what you don't show. It's like it's like uh, it's funny. Like it's like just pity she's a whore. The uh, mm. um, the the, the um, Jacobin is it Jacobin drama? Oh, my God, I'm I've never been in it. But it, it, there's a bit when he takes it, he he takes his sister's heart out and he holds it up. And that used to cause lots of fainting. And Titus Andronicus used to cause lots of fainting with yeah. all the blood and the gore and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. So um, it's it, although you although it is sometimes better not to show something, it is uh, when it is shown those of a more sensitive. Oh, yes. And Malcolm McDowell's eyes in, in Clockwork Orange. Oh, a, my God. a lot of people threw up over that. I love that scene. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And actually, there's 
I mean, there's more censorship in in film and TV than there is in theatre these days, isn't there? There's they yes. they literally do have to pass it through censors and stuff like that. It's, and then we get all the warnings uh, at the beginning of programmes saying so yeah, some the trigger of this, warnings. like porridge. What was it? The, tr- the trigger warnings saying saying uh, that there are these these are these are lines that were said with the with uh, you know with with the times that they were made in mind. So porridge had one, and oh, somebody else. I mean, things like. Mind your language is never ever going to be shown again. Right, just but because of the slurs. Because of the slurs, yes, and because it, that, that was then. It is, but it's it is. I don't know how it's to. It's like so. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think because if you don't expose people to things, no. then, then how are they? If, if they when they are finally exposed to something really awful, uh, they're going to completely overreact. Whereas well, if they've yeah. been sort of slightly desensitized. I'm going to be killed for this. I know. No, but I mean, I, well, you, not from the scientific community. I've I've read the, the some of the research on this. It's it's backed up. There's this amazing book called The Coddling of the American Mind by Jonathan Haidt, and uh, it's all about um, how. Um, the more you hide someone away from something, which is like these safe spaces, even though it comes from a good place and the desire to protect and uh, not uh, expose them to pain and trigger and, and trauma, it, th- there is no evidence that that makes them more resilient to it. So that, in fact, it's quite the opposite. So that if they then do encounter it in real life, it's actually mm-hmm. a worse off situation for them. It's yes, it's much more trauma, much 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 heavier trauma. How interesting! I haven't come across that book. Thank you for that. I shall look it up. And go to go to Waterstones. Oh, another plug! No, uh, go to Waterstones <laughs> and uh, see if I can find that because there's quite a there's 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 a few of us who who are, are rather dismayed with the way theatre is going. Yeah, you know, and rewriting Shakespeare so it's relevant. I mean, what is all that about? The whole point about Shakespeare is that it's not relevant. Yeah. No. It is. It 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 is what it is. Exactly. You know that again. That was then, and and that's. You know, I'm not saying you should do a completely faithful to the the, the genre. You know the, uh, the Elizabethan costumes. Right. By all means, change the costumes. Yeah. And, and uh, but the whole po- the whole point of I I underst- as I understand it uh, of doing Shakespeare is that you honour the text. Mm. So to do this, to, to to do this relevant stuff, and 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 you know, making them a, a clever director can make it work, but there's so many who just put put their stamp on it, and and it, and it, and it's billed, and it turns people off even more because yeah. they they're saying, oh, they're being patronising to us. It's not for us. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, but I it is coming know. back, isn't it, the theatre? Eh? Yes, that's, that's one thing. Yes, the theatre's coming back since we last spoke. Very much so. Yeah. In fact, I'm, I think I'm going to go and see Bertie Carvel as uh, Donald Trump at some point in the next few weeks. Oh, great! I'd go and see Jerusalem as well, which I missed the first time. I, I am was going in five days' time for oh my God, opening well, night. Are, oh my days! Seventy-five pounds to one hundred and fifty pounds to get a single ticket in well, the not very good areas. I wouldn't know about that. It's my birthday. I'm being treated. It is your birthday. Collect ten pounds from each player. <laughs> but get this, Sarah. <laughs> I saw it when it opened with you know the same cast on the West End again on my birthday. However many years ago it was. What was two thousand and nine? Yes. So there we go. So because and it's set on my the play is set on my birthday. I've oh. seen it on my birthday. This this year, it's three days after my birthday. But that, that it was on the same, and then Mark Rylance came out and he gave a speech, and 
I'm pretty sure it's the, the majority of the cast are exactly the same as well. I'm yes, so excited. I think they excited. are. I think they all leapt to come back. Because yeah, absolutely. It come, it's oh, so good. Was it going to come back last year? Yeah, it? yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then obviously Pandy. But um, if you haven't seen it, oh, you should. It's worth it. I will. I think I might just... It's like it's like The Inheritance. I, I didn't see that until it was almost finished. And then I didn't see part two. But I'm so glad to have seen mm. part one. It was an extraordinary experience. And, and I, I would like to see Jerusalem. Must, yeah. It, it, oh. it sounds right up my straw. Oh, it really is. It's. I mean, it's such a great play. It's so exciting to have that back and normal. You know, I was telling you, I went to the... Um, the Hamlet that uh, McKellen was in, but that was like last year. And it, oh, Windsor! Oh, and it, God! And it did wasn't, you? Yeah, but but there was still like restrictions in the theatres and stuff, and you know people were distanced and masked, and it it didn't have that feeling of a full house, which is mm. it, it, there's no substitute for that. No, it'll be packed to the gunnels, and they'll all be screaming. The audience, I would think. <laughs> I would think so. To, from start to finish. Everything he says will, yeah. will, will, will be cheered, I reckon. I You'll so. have a long, much longer evening. Runny t- running time will have about <laughs> half an hour on it. <laughs> oh, oh, how lovely. That how lucky. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, if anything happens to you, Robert, I'll have your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> you know, should you go down with COVID or something, you know, or, or you know, something else. I've dodged it this far. <sighs> Still can't get it. <laughs> Happily take your ticket. <laughs> <laughs> you never got it either, did you? You never got the vid. Um, the vid. Rona. Oh, you don't know. I don't know. I, th- I, th- I'm not sure because you're one of those people a... who thinks you might have had it. Look, listen, Sarah. Yes. We've all been that person with the story. I had a runny nose and I couldn't taste something. Nope, I'm not buying it. If you didn't test positive, you didn't have it. The pandemic's yes. over. Now get on with your work. Get on with my life. I know. <laughs> but if I had it in February 2020, before the pandemic actually really, really set in, does it count? And they didn't have they didn't have the level of lotus. How would I know? Because it was it was pretty horrible. Horrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, not enough to kill a girl. I'm glad to say. Good, 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 good. Still alive. Well, tell me, what what have you got planned for this weekend? I think I might go to the allotment and and uh, on Dame Teresa's instructions and, and and plant big peas too. Yes, I've pl- planted peas one and peas two, and peas one are, are coming up great guns and they're nearly flowering, and the broad beans are flowering, and uh, I, I need to plant some carrots and. Uh, some strange shaped vegetables fairly soon. My cat keeps digging up my flowers and taking a shit there. What can I do? Uh, uh, have it just humanely destroyed. <laughs> well, I think I'd rather torture it. Okay. Um, <laughs> a lemon juice, apparently lion dung. Um, lion dung? <laughs> lion dung, which you can Although buy le- Let me furiously Google that. Um, lemon, lemon juice, is that true? Sl- what? I, I know cats hate lemon. Or is that slugs? Yes, they don't like, or maybe lemon peelings. Yeah, I've heard The trouble heard is this. when they've marked that as their, as, as their, uh, when they've marked that spot as, 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 as their crap stop, as it were, it's their service station crap stop, then I don't think you've got much chance. But here's the thing. Now, this is, I agree with you, but here's the thing that annoys me. Now, she's got a little box and it's very nice and I clean it regularly. And then by the side of my shed, there's, a nice little gravel thing that I installed and I didn't realize until quite frankly it was too late that that had become the outside lavatory um yes so now I that now I've sort of somewhat surrendered it to her you know yes but in the understanding 
the other areas would be left alone. But this is、oh. a declaration of war. Everybody wants to be a cat. <laughs> Except the cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. <laughs> well, we'll see if I put lemon and lime rinds out there. How you have to post it on Facebook so I can see. Yes, you have to either message me or post it on Facebook and and show me the pelt. <laughs> <laughs> you could make a decent pair of gloves out of a cat skin. Well, and Stevie's long haired as well, so you know. Even for, better, for how nice cold, and warm you could. Yes, you could wear you could wear the fur on the inside. Yeah. Turn your gloves inside out. Ooh, very nice, luxurious. I would say a muff, but、um, <laughs> it's not, there's not enough for. But we muffent. Oh no. There's not enough for a muff. <laughs> I wanted to join. A, what was the thing before? A merkin. That's the word I was trying to search for before. The merkin. Yes, the merkin. Yes, and there were special shops for them in the in the eighteenth、um, century and seventeenth century. Yes, I believe so. Or there, there was a, a merkin man, like the muffin man. Do you know the merkin man? The merkin man. The merkin、yes. man. Are there are merkins still? Trying to explain that. I believe so. I, I I don't know. I have to check that one out on Mrs. Google. I daren't put it up on Facebook because I've already been had a, a trigger warning from Facebook because I was putting things up about. I put up something about someone being in public school, and I said he must have been a fag.、Oh. Facebook said this is not a word we're used to. So you, I, so you take you this as your warning.、Oh, I got、dear. a strike. Yeah, saying and、uh, so I, I didn't dare write it because people were saying what what what.、I, Why were you warned? And I thought I can't write it again <laughs> because then I really will be sent off. Yeah, I, I, the only time I've got a content warning on、uh, Facebook is when I posted a picture that someone had taken late at night, and、uh, it was a couple having sex in a car park. You know,、tra oh. trousers sort of hastily pulled down. It clearly been a, a, a You know, spur of the moment decision,、um, and then I wouldn't normally post it. You couldn't see their faces, but in the background, there were a pair of dogs doing the same. Oh no! The couple were completely unaware of either the dogs or the camera, but the dogs were looking straight at the camera. <laughs> and that got you shut down. Yep, got me, got me a little strike for that. I thought,、oh, come on, what's wrong with that? Everyone's having fun. Yes, quite. You don't have to look at it. Well, I suppose you do, and then it's seared on your retina forever. <laughs> it is a bit. It is one of those. I'll send you that as well. <laughs> oh, do. Yes, I need. I, I yes, I'm. I I need. I I need to to get out of my sheltered life. <laughs> I need to exit my my sheltered life very swiftly, <laughs> and、uh, you know, get with the what's it they say? Get down with the kids. Get down with the kids. Yeah. Well, you're coming to the wrong man because it's my birthday in two days' time, and I am. Officially, fifty-eight years old, so no longer a kid. Yeah, right. That's yeah, the, right. That's the boundary there. You, when you become fifty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> I've been learning Polari as well, by the way. What's the, that?、Um, What Polari? The, the, the gay slang that they used in the sixties as code. Oh. Yes, because when you were talking about Facebook, it's known as Eek Glossy. Eek Glossy. Eek Glossy. Why? Eek is face is Polari for face, and、uh, or Ekaf as well, which is face backwards. And、uh, glossy is is the, the Polari word for book. Wow! So they had、e、they had that many words. I don't. Yes. Was... Oh no! It's a massive. There's a lot of Italian、um, sounding words. They, so they they have due for two, and、uh, una for one. Well, hold on, hold on, wait. 
because I have a question, and also for people who are listening who don't know what Polari is. But so my understanding, which sounds now that it was wrong, was that Polari was a way of communicating such uh, by um, homosexuals when that was illegal, yes. such that yes. they wouldn't get caught, but that they could talk about sort of gay stuff, basically. Is that wrong? Yes. Because I can see... No, that, that, that is correct. Well, why do you need a book then? Um, well, there's, 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 there are di various dictionaries. I can't remember. There's somebody called Paul, somebody who's got, a, who, who's got a dictionary. And if you listen to Julian and Sandy on Round the Horn, the radio program from the 1960s, mm. Julian and Sandy uh, speak fluent Polari, Kenneth Williams and, and Hugh Paddock. What? And it's, it's, it's a full it's, language. I thought it was just oh, yes. a, a system of slang. No, it's it's a it's a full. You can change every single word in 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 the lexicon to a Polari word. Whoa! But there's there's slightly it's slight there's slightly differing takes on some of the words. I can't remember off the top of my on, head. Hold on, let's look up some. Here we go. Some Polari. Polari itself. Uh, oh, it's kind of uh, it, it, various sources, including English, um, obvious often backward slang or rhyming slang, Italian, yes. circus slang, canal speak, Yiddish, circus Gypsy slang. languages. Yep, G Yiddish. Yep. So here is here are some of them. Um, well, I'll try and not do the rude ones, but basket. I think you can imagine a basket. A we gentleman's know what the basket. basket. Is, yes. A gentleman's basket. Um, yes. But bats are shoes. Bats are shoes. Yeah. Bona is good, and also something else. Uh, this is um, where butch comes from, and camp. So yes, these are things that yes. have entered, you know, wider society. Uh, and, the, and the police are known as Lily Law. Uh, oh, it says here choppering Omi as well police Chop ah. a choppering omi chopper yes. is to search so i guess omi might be like man or something man omi and omi yeah. polonis are homosexuals ah. so you have you have the omi omis uh, the omis which are the straights and the omi polonis can I you can't guess remember. what uh, chicken means chicken is a young is a young queen oh you've got a it. young boy a pretty happy Look attractive you. young boy how, well, yeah. how much polari do you speak not very much in sentences um, but I do know quite a lot of, uh, of I've got a, quite an extensive vocabulary. Wow. And this is where NAF comes from? NAF, yes. That's really interesting. Um, I think people are aware of that. Yes. It's, Scarpa? It's, uh, it's still, it's just, I, I did, uh, Scarpa, I did, I did speak to a 96-year-old actor friend and I, I told him I was learning Polari and he said, that's very old-fashioned. <laughs> Well, so it he, says and here. He, he said, "Oh, we did it, you know, in the 1950s and 60s." 60s yeah, very yeah. much. Yes. It's been died, and then it kind of died out. I guess you know, um, necessity sort of being the mother of invention. If it's just sort of no longer necessary, then people don't do it. But it's quite interesting. Yes. All the words that actually we use every day, like yes. uh, like mints, you know, mints, or yes. um, slap for makeup. Slap um, for makeup, yes. These are just words that we use, and I don't think people are aware that it comes from this origin. That's really interesting. Yes, it's it's it's, it's a good one, and 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 the most unexpected people understand. Mm, well. I, I, I was I was working with someone last year, and she said, "Oh, my mother was fluent in Polari," which makes absolute sense. Um, but it was extraordinary because she she said that nobody knew what her mother was talking about. What, what, so, what does uh, it what does it sound like when it's spoken? It's um, quite elongated and um, quite uh, and quite snippy at the same time. If you listen to Julian and Sandy on Round the Horn, but it is it is yes that's that, that's 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 one for your um, uh, for your bottom drawer. Wow! <laughs> I shall put it in this 
straight I'm away. very because uh, because the, you, it, it it's um it's it's quite hard to remember. It is like learning another language. Yeah. I thought you it was just, just a series of phrases, but it's actually, yeah, so that's really fascinating. Okay, I've learned. Yes, so it's in between, so words like and and uh, stuff, you know, and and the, but uh, most of it, you, you can just, you know, you can, you can actually add in the other words. That's so cool. How, so how far have you got in learning? Not very far at all, but as I say, I know a lot of. It's a bit like with my my Dutch. I know a lot of. I know a lot of words, but I don't know how necessarily how to use them in a, in in the construct of a See, sentence. That's always the problem with me is the grammar. It's always it's the a, problem. Yes, yes. I, I remember the vocab, but the grammar. <sighs> the grammar, yes, especially, and that's why I've never been able to learn German because I could never work out the neuter. Oh, that the, why do why do words have to have that? It's yes. Yes, it's. I mean, Spanish and Romanian and French are fine, but but uh, Albanian was my was my my uh, uh, the bridge too far. I'm afraid I couldn't I couldn't make an Albanian an Albanian friend understand what I was saying. So I think I kind of gave up at that point. <laughs> no, no communication there. Just oh, let's just talk English. You don't understand what the word I'm saying. But uh, the Polar is quite because it is a, it is a bit of a code, so um, mm. uh, you can you can tell the cut of some people's jib. I like if, codes. If, uh, yeah, that's really yes. interesting. Ah, <clears throat> oh, yes. So uh, good luck with that. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. My dear, oh. my dear, have you had have you got enough? Um, uh, um, um, have you had enough of Desera Crowden now? Oh no, of course not. But um, <laughs> I, I can go any time until half four. But um, oh. if you if you must dash, then you no, may dash. I mustn't dash at all. Uh, let's talk about something else. Okay. Um, what else should we talk yes. about? What should we talk about? The theatre's back. Uh, television is uh, back. Netflix seems to be doing quite a lot. Uh, movies. There haven't been nearly as many castings for for films. That's one thing I have noticed really? this year. I mean, I know it's only April, but uh, <laughs> but you know you know things that were going on. They're, they're, it's quite a different thing not as both oh, i don't know i don't know did you see the the did you see johnny depp speaking of movies did you see what he he said in, in a his... bit a bit it, it, what a mess that all is dear dear he he said that she took a crap on his side of the bed while while he was away and he said it's the dog and then she said it was the dog yeah i don't know why you change your story like that well, apparently there's video evidence, and if there is, I'm telling you now, I could tell the difference. Yes, <laughs> quite. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's very different. I mean, if, oh. if that's true, that is, uh, you know, it, I don't know if it's true or not, but that's pretty severe. That and, and All of the scandal coming out of that, is, it's pretty wild. It's, and it's obviously hurt him a great deal, because you see how he looks now. He's put yeah. on so much weight, and he looks so unhappy. And you think you just remember Jack Sparrow, which was just such so joyous. And yeah. all the joy seems to have gone out of him. I don't have any, I don't really know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's in... That sounds like somebody, that sounds like somebody who said to me, Oh, an actress. Hey, what Biden you were seeing you in? And I said, oh, I've done this thing for Channel 4 and I've got this, um, uh, I've got, I think I've got, a, I've got a commercial running on, on, on ITV. Oh, we don't watch ITV. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's, I, I, sound, I feel like that then, saying I don't, I don't know who Amber Heard is. I've never heard of her. Ah, pun not intended, but still works. No, 
still works. But I haven't. I don't think I've seen any of her work. Whereas with him, well, yeah, you know, international movie star of many years. International movie star of many years, and and um, a great uh, a great fan of England. Yeah, and a, and when he when he does his job well, he's a fantastic actor. Um, yeah, I think he started to become a little bit too much himself, Jack Sparrow, right? Like. Yes. Started to believe yes, the later, he was. Later ones, no. Jack yes, he Sparrow. started to believe he was Jack Sparrow. I think. Yes. Yeah, it's probably not the most healthy uh, relationship to have with that character. <laughs> to be a swashbuckling no. pirate all your life in real life in the twenty first yes, century. Yes, and you also think uh, you also think that quite a lot of it would have been done on green screen, and he's still a bit too much like Jack Sparrow. <laughs> not that you know you have to change your performance, but it's just like. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, I've, you know, I've not done much green screen work. I've done a bit. Um, but I was watching this uh, clip on something the other day, and it, it was an extended one. And it was, have you seen these, where it's a side-by-side, -side, uh, where you see the green screen filmed yep. version, and then you see the final product. It was one of those. Um, but it was like oh, it was far longer than they usually are. They're usually sort of like five seconds and, you know, Tom Holland's being Spider-Man, but there's actually just cars and it's none of that. But this was a whole scene and it was so weird to watch. It was like a four minute scene. Wow. A scene where not really much happens. So this character walks down the stairs, takes this, you know, imagine future sci-fi scape, right? And they yes. they walk out of this building and they take this crazy elevator down many steps and uh, levels rather and they go out and they go to this futuristic vendor who they trade in something for something and they go to this weird machine that gives them a new thing and then they look out across the city and it's like these huge gigantic uh, screens and uh, you know planes of the future and things zipping and zapping here and there and she goes back to the lift and back up and then into wherever she's came out of right. Mm -hmm. And you look at the final thing, and it's you know there's just tons of special effects, but but really what she does is you know it's like okay walk down step, stay there for seconds, look at green, walk up step, turn right, look at green, pick thing out, yep. turn back, look at green. At one point she sits on this bench, and you know. In the finished version, she's watching this incredible thing, and she's just looking at green. It, it must be so weird. And then you know, imagine working with a director who's one of those who's like, let you know, again, 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 again. Yes, yes. It must be bizarre. Um, there, there's an art. There's like a bit like the, the self tapes and the zoom. Mm. You you you've got to embrace the tech, I suppose. I mean, I have I've I've done very much green screen, but it I it, it's fascinating. It's fascinating, but it is hard working in a vacuum. It is working in a vacuum, isn't it? Yeah. And she yeah. didn't even have anyone to bounce off of, you know, at least if you've got another yeah. human to interact with, it gives you something. She was just, no, it's just wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. How I, I do, uh, yes. Oh, sci-fi. Oh, how interesting. Is mm. that a new film that's coming out? I don't know, actually. I don't even know what it was. It was... Um, it, it said what it was, but I didn't notice it. I don't think it was a film. I think it was just one of those Disney Plus things, you know, a franchise thing where they've yes. got all the money in the world. And if you're interested in this subculture, subculture, like it's the most exciting thing ever. But if you're not, you don't care kind of thing. It's funny, though, that, that that's it was ever thus, you know, these mm. these um, things that, that, that are ter suddenly terribly fashionable and everybody watches them and everyone talks about them. There's, there's also another thing, you know, I, I, um, I, I do like Facebook, but uh, it was about somebody posted, I have never watched an episode of, of the Kardashians. And 
loads of people waded in and said neither have I so I'm thinking who's their demographic you know they've been hugely successful but they're kind of losing the product now and people are losing interest and they're doing increasingly um, deranged things to try and you know keep their fans it's like all these influencers they're not and then they they say they're actors they're not because they can't sustain it it's like the people who say they can do eight shows a week and Mm. then they can't yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's it's more celebrity of celebrity casting. It's it's well, it's, it's all the it's, drama schools are closing down anyway, and young kids schools, yes. are only interested in TikTok anyway. So that's going to be that. That's going to be a well. Like, fast forward twenty years, that that's going to be a well trodden route, and it's going to be yes. strange. But I, I think the Kardashians are like doing a new show. Like yes, another. <laughs> that's all they can do, right? It's like <laughs> we'll rename it, but it's just us being absolutely batshit insane, and um. It is an interesting... It's like Madonna and her reinventions. Yeah. You just think you, it, yeah. this, at some point you absolutely have to stop. But she's still selling out these big shows. And it's it, like you said about the Kardashians. It's like, who's? I don't know who's going. But Yes, the, 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 it must be a, a smaller and smaller pot. You would think the, so. The, I think the Kardashians just got like a bigger deal. I think it's going to be on... Yes disney or hulu or you know one of those and it's going to be you know (laughs) it's always like this one is like more real yes (laughs) no it's not and also they're all complete bollocks um it is ironic that the uh, that the prince harry and mia khan as dame Teresa calls her um (laughs) are doing something on netflix which is actually a kind of drama channel and what are (laughs) they doing i don't understand what have they got? They're being filmed. He, they were being filmed on Netflix for the Invictus Games uh, right. as part of the deal. And I think Netflix wants them ultimately to, to be on the balcony at the, at the Platinum Jubilee. Ah, right. Which would be a great coup for them. It because would then, of be. course, they could get all the lip readers in. Well, I mean, they're going to have to, <laughs> re- they're gonna have to um, mend some bridges for that to happen, I reckon. Uh, yes, so I don't. I think there's quite a lot of people who are going to block that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because they haven't. Yeah, I remember the the news like they signed this big deal with. Uh, mm. Um, but like you've not really seen anything. I haven't seen the Invictus stuff. I, I mean, are they going to do a reality TV show? Has a royal ever done a reality TV show? Well, it's a sort of. I think it's a filming of their life, which which is weird as they want to be private. Yeah, right, right. But then again, want to be private and then fly to and live in LA and and go on Oprah. It's not really being private. No, and that's the other thing with Netflix, which is known for its, you know, fictional series. Mm. It's it's kind of going to be a fictional series by any other name, although it'll be touted as a documentary. Right, yeah. Oh, how weird to think that's going to happen. Yes, they've signed. Well, they've signed for thousands and thousands, so they're going to have to deliver in some way, shape, or form. But yeah, you know, what that would be is what that is, would be. It's I don't know. I mean, it's not like yeah, it's like uh, the Obamas signed this deal with Spotify, which is worth you know millions and millions of dollars. And <laughs> I remember one of the things they came out with is um, okay, get this. It's Barack, yes. and it's Bruce Springsteen, <laughs> and hey, we're just two guys shooting the shit. And it's oh, called yeah. American Dreams, I think, or American Rebels, you know, one incredibly cliched thing. And it's just, mm-hmm. what is that? What is that product? What is that? What's that for? Who's watching that? Who Don't, is it for? Yes, exactly. Who Where is, is the target who market? Is Where, yes. What is that? But it's, I tell you what it is, is millions of dollars. But why is that? 
Tell me, explain market forces to me. Yes, quite. quite. I, mean, I mean, that's why I have a sneaking regard for, I always liked his work, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Who's, uh, who's who's done this un- the unbearable weight of my massive talent <laughs> or something, something like that. Someone, I think yeah. I don't, don't, hold, don't hold back Nicholas no I just think sending yourself up is is just he, it, it's like he's that, good that, that. that what's that wonderful film with uh, yes uh, the Steve Martin was it, is it called Bowfinger yeah <laughs> I remember that that I mean I know it was a spoof but Nicholas Cage sounds like he's in the fine tradition of same <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough to know with Nicholas Cage. Have you seen any of the like? Have you seen like The Omen or the one where he's a vampire? Have you? Uh, no, I last oh. one I saw with him was was Air Force Ten or whatever it's called, or Face Off. Oh, Face Off! Oh, wow, that's a long time ago. I've, you, I've got to, I've got to send you a link. You've got to see the one where he's a vampire. There's this one scene where he's running through the street shouting, "I'm a vampire!" That will have you cackling in hysterics there's one where he goes through the alphabet oh i've got to send you this it's so bizarre and it's just i i don't know i don't know if he's in on the joke sometimes he's one of those actors yes where yes, you're not you're exactly. never quite sure which makes me laugh even more yeah <laughs> <laughs> shameless no i love all that sort of thing subverting the genre i, I love that bowfinger it was just insane it should be a much bigger film than it is and there was another slightly similar one to that and i can't remember what it was called but uh, oh, oh well actually uh, channing tatum in hail caesar oh right i love that film just or chating tanham as i called him uh, i didn't know i i rang i might i rang my i must have told you this when i was doing a tiny 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 bit which has got a lot of uh, comments on on uh, people keep posting it and saying we saw you don't blink again mm-hmm. in um, Jupiter Ascending the Wachowski film oh, wow, and yeah. um, I said to my daughter I was on it on and off it for about a month just doing you know prosthetics endless costume fittings mm-hmm. dialect coaching you know and then finally did the scene and, uh, and uh, which was great fun but but I said to my daughter there's this guy in this film he's an American movie star I believe called Chating Tannum <laughs> She was, she said, mother, I am, she immediately said, I want you to off and in marriage and give him my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of which I did. I didn't know who he was. I'm hopeless. Yeah. I, 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 only know who Emma, I only know about Emma Stone because of, because of that dance singing, dancing film she did. Which one's that? Uh, something about LA. Oh, oh God. I didn't like that. Uh, the one that won the, the award, but they got the names yes. wrong. And they got the he, Warren Beatty got the names wrong. Yes. Yeah. What was that called? Oh my God. Something in L.A. L.A. Something? No. L.A. Nights? No. Or s- uh, story you know? of fifty? It's not fifty. What is it? What's it? What on earth is it called? Emma oh my Stone. God. I'm gonna have to look this up. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> dancing movie. It's about dancing, isn't it? I, I can't. I don't like La La Land. La La Land. There we go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's not my bag. No, 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 no. Speaking of, though, um, actors, did you see the thing about Bruce Willis? Yes. Oh. That was really sad. And I wish they hadn't sort of then sort of jumped on him and paparazzi were all over trying to get was... photographs of him fucking it up. Absolutely. I Just awful, isn't it? That... Come on. How can you do that as a job? It's, it's so... I've, I've never understood how you could, like, morally square that away, being a paparazzo. Yes, and then... and well, Some of them are quite nice. Some of, the, some of them... And then they've got... A, the ones who've been going for years and years now have a sheen of respectability. I think I've got one on Facebook. 
who's a friend and what I sort of but I I sort of knew him anyway from stuff I used to do in the 90s mm. uh or the two you know the, you know, the late 90s early 2000s but he's not one uh, of the ambulance chasers as they call them not so much no and there yeah. was somebody else who's got a, another actor in in the UK who's got the same thing as Bruce Willis I can't remember who it is it's terribly sad as well it's I tragic think it, I think the thing's called aphasia it, it prevents aphasia. memory recall and it's uh in uh, it, it affects um like speech and ability yes, to both make it and uh comprehend it um, yes. Yeah, and he was being fed lines and stuff by ear, and he would have like handlers, and they'd have to cut down his scenes, and and the producers would, you know, be like, you know, I don't think we can work with Bruce again. It's, you know, it's not for us; it's for him, kind of thing. It's really sad, but it, he was yes. also doing so many movies a year. It was like yes. twenty a twenty a year kind of thing, just cranking it's them out. True. Yeah, no time, no downtime, and you just think, well, maybe mm, it's probably... he just didn't let it, let himself up. And he was, didn't he do his own stunts as well? Sometimes I think by the end, not so much. But that was that was something that he was um, sort of known for. And one of the theories was, uh, and obviously they don't know, but um, in one of the movies where he was doing his own stunts, he uh, there was a lawsuit about actually. Um, a, a, I can't remember what it was, but it, a big thing sort of hit him in the head and sort of sparked. <laughs> And apparently, uh, aphasia can be linked to like traumatic brain injury. So it's like uh, it could, yeah, doing their own stunts could get you in a lot of trouble. Hello, Tom Cruise. Yes. <sighs> yeah, he's still doing them. Yes, Absolutely he's still doing insane. Them. The last one was a broken leg, I think. And Daniel Craig broke his leg doing one of the Bond movies. I can't remember which one. Did he? I'm so sad that he's finished. Oh, he was. He I was still haven't a... seen that last one. Oh, it's 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 extraordinary. I mean, I you know, no spoilers, but uh, you kind of know what's going to happen. Yeah, oh yeah. The title's a bit of a giveaway, yeah. but it, it's just it is still. I'm like, dead. Oh. The new Bond movie. Yes, no time to die. Oh, you're dying, now. Mr. Bond. <laughs> no, it's good. It's very long. It's about half an hour too I think long. That's, that's kind of what's put me off. I'll, I'll you know, I'll get to it. Um, but yes. you know, it seems yeah, it seems like a, a big commitment that you know. Yeah. Why, why must yeah. they? Why must they ask this of me? It's the same as um, Dune. Dune. Oh, Dune! Oh dear! I, I snored. I mean, I, I sat through that. Yes, I sat through that, and and um, it got better. But oh god, it, it, that's that's a real fan base film. Really, it really is for fans of the sci-fi. And I'm not a great fan of sci-fi, although I loved Jupiter Ascending uh, yeah. with the Office Bias. But uh, that's about the only film I could sit through. Well, now hold on. It. What about speaking of the Wachowskis, The Matrix? Although I haven't seen the new one. Oh, but... The Matrix is rather groovy. Yes, yeah. I haven't seen the new one. But no, the Dune was just. Oh God! The first, uh, and even with my beloved Aquaman, Jason Momoa, mm, um, playing a, a, a very nice, a very good character, but he gets killed about an hour in. Spoiler alert again. Um, so once I'd lost Aquaman, I went to sleep for a bit <laughs> and dreamt of him. Well, you know he's, he's single now, so you know. No, he's not. They're working on it. No, he's not. I had that single ticket booked to LA. <laughs> Soon as the as soon as the announcement, the, the people who know about my passion for Aquaman, uh, all, um, all stuck it on Facebook and like, they were like, uh, "Bye, Sarah. Nice knowing you." No, uh, your chance, your window. So you I, didn't. I, you didn't act quick enough. Quick enough, no. And then, and now I, I read to my horror that he's working on it with her. No, what's there but to work she, on? <laughs> he's the stepfather of Zoe Kravitz, with her, which I think is very, very, very cool. Yeah, right. Who's isn't um, that cool? 
Yeah, yeah, Zoe Kravitz is awesome. Although she's in the Batman, which again I haven't seen. Um, oh, I haven't seen that. Which is also probably half an hour too long, and uh, apparently I've only got an attention span of two hours. But, but they, they they did say something about they were talking about uh, they that powers that be were talking about reintroducing an interval to movies. <gasps> that sounds good. Um, I, I think it's gone nowhere. <laughs> because I remember going to see work, Les Mis, yeah. um, three out of ten, and um, <laughs> Hugh Jackman was, was warbling. Or, no, it was definitely Hugh Jackman, and the, the song was pitched too high for him. Mm. And uh, I went, I said to the, the lady, I, I took a friend, and, and I said to her, I've got to go to Lou. Again, far too long. And I, and I went off, and when I came back, I took my time, came back, he was still warbling. I was just like, I haven't missed anything then yeah. at all. That's the new that's the new interval. Just, you know, sort of take the, the temperature. Take the temperature of what's going on in the movie and be like, ah, this bollocks might carry on for a while. And then go to the yes, blue. And, yes, and then when uh, you know, it, it it just it just went on and on and on. And I I don't particularly like apart from Love Worm Deathbed songs. But I think so, the um, um the the interval in some ways is preferable to what we've got now, which is like you know, it's it's especially more like at the sort of swankier uh cinemas movie houses theaters picture houses um you can get like a fucking sit down meal and a bottle of wine and And a tray and a a tray and everything i think that's far more distracting having having all that going on while you're trying to watch the movie someone's carving into their roast well there you go theater i was i was uh, in solo yesterday and uh looking at my phone and suddenly this thing popped up saying, um, Prince Edward Theatre, put your, put your order in for food now. And I was like, what? what? And of course, that's what they do now in the theatre. You, you can have the three-course meal in the theatre as well. Really? Which, yes, which I think slightly kind of negates the fact that it's live. Yeah. So if you want to do that, watch it, stream it at home. Yes, Don't if you wouldn't come into mind. the theatre where you need to see the dialogue. You can miss stuff in the, in, in, in the, on the television watching a film and rewind it, but you can't rewind it in the theatre and you'll also piss off quite a large amount of absolutely. audience. Absolutely. I couldn't believe it, just saying, <laughs> oh no, please, please put your order now. That, no. And they were offering proper meals. Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. What would you, you know, what would you like? Have your glass. That's why, that's why it doesn't work. There's people get, just get, people come in to see shows, especially the sort of jukebox musicals, already yeah. drunk. And yeah. And they to, to drink their way through. And then people have paid a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. And I do, I wish you luck with, with um, Mark, uh, Mark Rylance because I, I'm, I'm sure that will be the case. I don't want people to Jerusalem. be, oh my God, that, that's, it's cramped enough in there. You know, yes, now exactly. putting a plate of chips on. I mean, I say this one time. My mum has the story. That's how she was kicked out of a cinema. She smuggled in fish and chips, and I quite frankly didn't think the, <laughs> didn't think the plan through because immediately everyone was like, "Wow, it really smells of fish and chips in here." She was kicked Oops. out. <laughs> oh, she she was. Oh gosh, because I'm always I'm always petrified of going to a cinema uh, with even a bottle of water. I think they might do it. Oh, really? Bags. Nah. But their drinks and their popcorn are so huge, you know, it takes hours. And that's, let's say, you, the first hour of the film, it's people chomping and slurping. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which is very annoying. But It is annoying unless you've got popcorn and then you can join in on the annoying everyone else who doesn't have popcorn. But then you can't hear the dialogue. No, forget the dialogue. You're not there for dialogue. You're there for popcorn. Um, that's very true. <laughs> <laughs> And it is delicious. It is. It, it is. A, it, it, and also, Madonna says if you eat popcorn for three days, you can you can drop about five pounds. Just popcorn. 
Like that's I, the I diet, know, the popcorn diet. The popcorn diet. Yes, apparently, if you, if you just eat popcorn and, and drink water for five for three days, not five days, no, th- two to three days, you'll be you miserable but thin. Miserable but thin, exactly. And what is it? Water retention anyway. And of course, uh, popcorn expands and you feel full. So, hold on, hold on a second. This isn't a bad idea. I've I've heard of the potato diet, which is that, but potatoes. But I've not. I've Ooh. Intru- yeah, you just eat potatoes, but you're not allowed anything else. But it's the starch. The starch content content is surely yeah. rather fattening. Yes. No. Well, you'd think so. But the interesting thing is that people who've taken it. So the famous example is Pendulette. You know, the magician. He used to be very, mm-hmm. very massive. And now he's rather slender. And he lost it all by the potato diet. And he said, actually, the, if you ate like a full serving of potato, then it would be because it's so high in carbs, you would keep on the weight. But if you're strict with yourself and you literally are only eating the potatoes, no butter, salt, spices, herbs, anything like that. Oh. You very quickly realize that potato by itself is not that nice. And so you just don't eat much. But it fills you up. But you never sort of gorge. And so over time, you do actually just lose the weight on eating the potatoes. Just eating potato. No, I'd I'd rather do the popcorn if I was going to do do any of those. But are you allowed the salt, the butter, the sugar, any of those kind of special things? think so mm. no i don't know but then then where would you yes because they all have they all have some kind of sugar or salt contamination so i well, would pop you work your own i guess you just have to pop your own oh that's a frightful bore and then of course there's the oil in it <laughs> yeah yeah if you're popping your own there's much more oil right exactly what how do they do it in the big machines what what, what is is that an oven is it hot in the machine i don't know i don't know what happened Hang on a moment, just a minute. minute. (laughs) Just letting the cat out. Well, we've covered the big topics today, haven't we? We certainly have. (laughs) Yes, we've put the world to rights. We're going to run the country. I'm going to run for Parliament. No, I'm too nice. Although that's debatable in some circles. (laughs) Very funny. No, 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 no. Um, But also, yes, 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 yes. This has been such a good chat. It has been an absolute joy, and I hope you can edit it down nicely. (laughs) (laughs) I'll snip out that bit where you said I was a horrible rotter. I thought that was very rude. When? Uh, The rest. (laughs) Got you. The rest. The rest shall say no. (laughs) Yeah, no. It will be slim line. Don't you worry. I'll try and get it out for uh, for tomorrow as well for you to so we plug your show and um, and get the watches up. Uh, oh, brilliant. Yes, so yes. We'll see. Fantastic. We'll see. Thank That's you, Doctor. The plan. That's the plan. So catch Sister Boniface Mysteries on uh, Drama or Britbox, depending on how you like to enjoy oh, yeah. your... Yes. Um, anything else, my love, Nine my darling? 9pm. There we go. 9pm. Be there or be square. That's if you're watching it like an old person. Appointment viewing, yeah, I believe weekly. they call it. Yes, appointment viewing, that's right. It makes a change from the doctor or the, or the consultant, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Appointment viewing, yes. Your appointment viewing. Yes, no, I'm going to be, I was going to be very, very rude there, but I won't. <laughs> I shall have yes, you referred to the Lord Chamberlain if you end our episode that way. Immediately, immediately. <laughs> I'll stand by with a blue pencil. It'll probably be a blue borrow in my case. <laughs> Just to make sure that it's absolutely excised. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck with your meniscus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you um, very much. Very important. I shall look after it. It will be thinking of you. Oh, excellent. Keep me posted. Have fun at the allotment, and I'll let you Thank know you, how dearest. Esme gets on. 
Oh, yes, please do. I long to meet her. <laughs> As do you. All right, dearest. Do I say goodbye? What do I do now? She yeah. said in a dangerous Teresa sort of a way. Why don't you give us You'll a poem? You just hang up. <laughs> you just hang up as I'm talking. Bip. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show. If you've enjoyed it, please give us five stars and consider becoming a subscriber and maybe even supporting us on Patreon. Really, really, really helps me continue making this show. Uh, if you haven't enjoyed it, then you can find it. Many, many thanks to Neil Tennis Steer for the amazing music and to Dave Fox for the cool artwork. Please keep coming back every week for more Bliss of the Abyss.